0: Hello, and welcome back to Good Shepherd Weekly. I am Beth Young. Last time on the podcast, we talked about Elijah in the wilderness, how the Lord met him in his discouragement and took care of him in his depression. But that wasn't the end of the story. Elijah had a journey ahead of him. Today, I want to talk about what happened next on the mountain of God. But first, some backstory. 1 Kings chapter 18, before the wilderness. As I said before, Elijah's ministry was filled with boldness. And this moment in 1 Kings chapter 18 is a perfect example of that boldness. All of the people of Israel had gathered together with the prophets of the false god Baal. There were 450 prophets. And Elijah, in front of the whole nation challenged the prophets of Baal to a duel of sorts. They would pray to their God and Elijah to the true God, asking them to answer by fire. Of course, we know who actually answered. The Lord sent fire from heaven and Elijah single-handedly defeated 450 prophets of Baal. Elijah stood alone. He even says in 1 Kings 18 verse 22, I, even I only, am left a prophet of the Lord. In this moment, that solitude seems like a glorious thing. Elijah will follow the Lord, even if he's the only one. Now back to chapter 19. Elijah is weary, feeling defeated, and traveling through the wilderness to the mountain of God. Starting at verse 9. There he came to a cave and lodged in it. And behold, The word of the Lord came to him, and he said to him, What are you doing here, Elijah? He said, I have been very jealous for the Lord, the God of hosts, for the people of Israel have forsaken your covenant, thrown down your altars, and killed your prophets with a sword, and I, even I only, am left, and they seek my life to take it away. The Lord doesn't have to ask Elijah why he's there. He knows already, but he gives Elijah an opportunity to reflect on his heart. And as Elijah reflects, you see that phrase again, I, and even I only am left. You see the hurt that Elijah feels in his solitude. He is grieved and he's feeling alone. And then you have the famous passage where the Lord speaks, not in the strong wind, Not in the earthquake, not in the fire, but in the sound of a low whisper, which Elijah immediately recognizes as the Lord's voice. The Lord asks Elijah again what he's doing there, and Elijah gives the same answer in verse 14. He said, I have been very jealous for the Lord, the God of hosts, for the people of Israel have forsaken your covenant, thrown down your altars, and killed your prophets with a sword, and I, even I only, am left... And they seek my life to take it away. And the Lord said to him, Go, return on your way to the wilderness of Damascus. And when you arrive, you shall anoint Hazael to be king over Syria. And Jehu the son of Nimshi, you shall anoint to be king over Israel. And Elisha the son of Shaphat of Abel Meholah, you shall anoint to be prophet in your place. And the one who escapes from the sword of Hazael shall Jehu put to death. And the one who escapes from the sword of Jehu shall Elisha put to death. Yet I will leave 7,000 in Israel, all the knees that have not bowed to Baal, and every mouth that has not kissed him. So the Lord gives Elijah a command. But in his command, you can see him address every single one of the hurts Elijah expressed to him. The Lord reassures him. When Elijah says, the people of Israel have forsaken your covenant, the Lord responds with, I am changing the leadership of Israel. Where Elijah said, they have thrown down your altars and killed your prophets. The Lord answers with, They will not escape the punishment of my new leadership. If they escape the king who I've appointed over Syria, then they will be punished by the king I've appointed over Israel. And if they escape the king I've appointed over Israel, they will be punished by my prophet. And when Elijah says, I, even I only am left, the Lord says, I will have 7,000 who are committed to me. You will not be alone and immediately after this this encounter with the lord elijah anoints his successor elisha a man who has this same spirit the same passion for the lord he gets to witness the change in leadership over israel where elijah was alone he's not anymore where he felt ineffective he sees change and then in second kings chapter 2 you see the man who had cried out for death in defeat and shame in the wilderness, is taken up to heaven in a chariot of glory and honor. One of only two people in the entire Bible who never died at all. And what's interesting there is that's the only thing that Elijah had requested of the Lord, was that the Lord would allow him to die. And he didn't even die. (laughs) So if you find yourself feeling like Elijah... Lost in the wilderness. You feel like you've reached the end and the bottom. The Lord knows the plans that he has for you. And there are plans of hope. There are good things that he has in store for you. And he's not going to abandon you. He won't let you stay alone. Let's pray. Dear Jesus. Lord, we thank you that you are so holy and so Mighty, and so powerful and still somehow you care for us in our hurts and in our griefs and in our vulnerability Lord I pray for those listening who find themselves in seasons like Elijah who are in the wilderness or on their journey and they're, they're following your command but they feel like they're doing it all on their own and that no one else is with them Lord, I pray that you would meet them in that place, that you would provide your spirit to comfort them, and that you would raise up others alongside of them so that they know that they're not walking alone. Jesus, you have a remnant. Um, and Lord, I just pray for hope where there is none, because you, your plan for us is so much better than anything that we could imagine. Lord, so when we feel stuck, when we feel lost, when we feel at the bottom, Lord, it's not over. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen.